Wing and a Prayer Edition. This is absolutely the Wing and a Prayer Edition. Hello, everyone. Welcome to I'm Actually Comics. My name is Tristan, and I am joined, as always, by Bob. <laughs> yes. Hey. It's me, Bob. It's you, Bob. Um. Wow. Yeah, so everything is all fucked up right now, so sorry, everyone. Uh, if this comes out a little weird... We do not have our equipment functioning properly. Uh, I cannot hear myself because I've got no headphones. And uh, we just moved some shit around, and so it's uh, it's in transit, let's oh. say. Uh, so we'll get uh, we'll get this thing working eventually. Also, I can't hear myself. And also, Bob can't <laughs> hear himself either. Uh, so that's a lot of not hearing ourselves. Oh, so we're going to just in. do this the best we can. Someone wants kinda, to buy some comics. Kind of power through these things. <laughs> uh, these are the new comics for 92921. Uh, so, in case you're hearing this in the future, it won't be confusing. Uh, Action Comics 1035 is a comic book that is out. I have not been reading Action Comics for a very long time. Nor have I. Yeah, I thought that was kind of the deal. <laughs> um, so, we've got Adventure Man number five. Yeah. I, I liked this before, but I haven't read this one yet. Yeah. Uh, we've got uh, Amazing Fantasy number three. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. Uh, and here's actually a big shocker for me. Uh, we've got Amazing Spider-Man number 74. Mm. I hate this arc. Yeah, I did like, not It like has it. been a bummer and really annoying. Yeah, it's confusing and too. I got to say, loved this one. Ooh. Uh, there were still some things that I was like, I cannot believe that this dude is a professional writer. Uh, <laughs> it happens occasionally where I'm like, that is the dumbest fucking turn of phrase I've ever heard in my life. Uh, but overall, emotional roller coaster, pretty like pretty strong. The the uh, the reveal was pretty clever. I yeah. like there were a couple of little things that I was like, I was super impressed with. And uh, yeah, honestly, I thought this was a really good issue nice. overall. So yeah. Which, it's a little me, 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 Mephistish. Oh, absolutely. And it's therefore, like, to me, like, it's like when, you know, I don't know, like, I guess, you know, there's a precedent in comics for. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I'll keep myself. I'll keep my opinion to myself. That fucking fly. Oh, <laughs> yeah, my God. I'm going to murder here. him. Yeah. Did you get it? No. Damn it. I'll I try when he comes. And back I, I made that giant him. noise for nothing. Uh, anyway. Oh, well. Yeah. That's I'm glad it was good. Yeah. There's uh, some backup stories in it too, I think. It's a big solid chunk of comic. Yeah. That yeah, Spider-Man. it it really is. There's there's some fun stuff. There's a, you know, there's one of the goofy throwaways that was fun that was a little history of Spider-Man that I enjoyed. Yeah. There were there was some good stuff in it. Gustavo Duarte. I love that guy. He's yeah. so good. Uh we've got Batman Reptilian, the uh Garth Ennis Liam Sharp book. We got Batman Superman number twenty two, which is a Mister Mitzel Pitalik issue. Mix, Mixel, Mixie's Pitalik. I'm just being an asshole. Is it really? I don't know. I pronounce it Mixes Pitalik because I read that in a Who's Who. <laughs> sure. So you know. Oh, here's that fucking bug. I had heard Mitzel Pitalik. Yeah, I honestly I think it's like who gives a fuck. It's like a I bunch think of that's random exactly letters that starts with M and ends with a K sound. <laughs> M and K. I loved this. Uh Batman versus Bigby. Mm. A wolf in Gotham. It is uh this is a Fables crossover with Batman. I yeah. was super stoked. As a longtime Fables reader, I read many, many, many trades into it. I think I got maybe to the 16th trade, 17th oh, trade, wow. somewhere in that neighborhood. I never made it all the way to the end. 
it's one of those books like bone that every time I try to get, I, I'm like, okay, I want to read this all the way through. <laughs> so I start like, with oh, no. the first thing and I get like 90% of the way through. And then I'm like, I just lose my place again. Cause there's just so much. I usually don't even make it that far with books of that length, but uh, I never read fables. So this is not a thing that really made terrible much sense to me, but I did appreciate that the art was very good and that it seems to be set in a continuity where it's like very basic DC, like Batman and Robin fight crime. You know, I like that. I do too. Um, Yeah. And also it is uh, the art is by one of our friends, Brian level, which is really cool. Yeah, the art's great. And who is just phenomenal. I was really impressed. I did not know that he was this level of an artist. Ah, that was not intentional. I'm so (laughs) sorry. Um, But he is. He's, uh, wow, crazy good. He's A level, not B level. So true. Uh, We got some other things. One of them is Black Cat number 10. Forgot to look at it. Forgot to look at it. I never look at it. Uh, Berzarkar, number five. How is how is there a cat hair on my microphone? I ask you. I, I have not invited a cat into this space. But you have a cat. I believe it's because I am literally covered in cat hair. It right fell now. out of your clothes. Yep. Damn it. Uh, okay. Let's see. Uh, Cable by Gary Duggan. Uh, trade paperback volume two. Cool. Jerry Duggan. I, I think know. it's Jerry. It's a really dumb way to spell Jerry. It could be Gary. <laughs> it's also a dumb way to spell Gary. So I mean, the list of things I don't know how to pronounce in terms of people's names is yeah. is a lengthy. It would be a, a long book by Stephen King. Ooh, uh, <laughs> Stephen <laughs> King's book of things Bob doesn't know how to pronounce. You know what I? It would sell a million copies. Speak of the devil. Um, I am finally reading the last Stephen King book. Hmm that I needed to read. Like it was the the one that I had said, you know what? I don't, I'm just not going to fucking read it because it was, it was too, I figured it was going to be too much. I've never seen the movie Cujo. Oh, I've just ignored it entirely because <laughs> it's a, you know, it's a dog in pain story, Yeah, which to me is like, why the fuck would you bother with it? But then it got to the point where I had literally read every Stephen King book except for Cujo Hmm. and now I'm doing it and it is not the book I thought it was I very much expected that it was going to be mostly about the the horror of the dog and it's like it's more like the dog turning into a vampire story is how it feels huh like the dog is kind of becoming evil in a way you know you don't feel the same kind of like heart-wrenching there's some of that definitely but it's not the same You've seen the film, but not the. I know I haven't seen. Haven't the, seen the I haven't film. seen the movie either. I saw the film. Absolutely refuse. And <laughs> I remember, like it. It was actually relatively recently. Like I mean, we'll say like in the last few years, and it genuinely struck me as like I didn't think that this is what this movie would be like. Mm. Interesting. So maybe that's maybe that's it too. Maybe I'll I'll do that as well. Yeah. I. Uh, it yeah, was scary. I'm like, actually very much enjoying it. And uh, that, and also, there's nothing better in the world than that behind-the-scenes photo. Have you seen it? 
of uh, yeah. of the guy who plays the Saint Bernard <laughs> in the scenes where he's wearing a giant dog costume. Oh, wow. He's in the dog costume and they're all doing like a kick line and the dog is in the middle <laughs> and they're all doing like a Rockettes number. Oh, that's awesome. It's like those Star Wars ones where so like Chewbacca's good. grabbing uh, Carrie yeah. Fisher's boobs. Yeah, basically that kind of stuff. <laughs> You're just it's like, oh, wait, these are just actually human people. that are Delightful. Like... Uh, anyway, what else we got here? We got Checkmate number four. I, I like Checkmate. It's fine. <laughs> That's going on the trade paperback right there. <laughs> I like this Checkmate here. I like it. It's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. It's, it's just fine. Bob. Uh, I like Checkmate. It's you just, know what I didn't fine. read that I should have? Children of the Plague. I flipped uh, through it, and I thought it was interesting. It's uh, like a post-apocalyptic, nah, like a post a pre-post-apocalyptic. It's like uh, <laughs> so apocalyptic. <laughs> it's it's apocalyptic. Yeah. Okay. No. It, it's like it, it's like near dis. It's dystopian. Actually, I think that's we more, are in more near accurate. dystopia right now. So yeah, it's a little further into the dystopia than so we it's like a year are, in the future. But uh, it's like people that have to compete in um, like uh, war, like gaming kind of stuff. Mm. But they are people who are they're going to die. They have like a little, they, they're going to die when they're 25 and they're Jesus. like, they have like this, like kind of like a strike force moratory kind of thing. If that's Ooh, wow, that out there. I mean, of, of the 20 we people that listen to this, <laughs> one person is going, Woo! Strike force <laughs> oh, someone's updating the, the <laughs> soul strike force moratory. Or they're just like, Oh, another strike force moratory trope. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> loves that. Uh, anyway, anyway. I, it, it was, it was cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, crossover number eight. It's picking the story back up after that weird Chip Zdarsky issue. Oh yeah, and Madman's still in it, according yeah, yeah. to the cover. Oh, Powers which... is in it this time. What? Oh, that's right. That was the yeah. teaser at the end. Yeah, yeah. That was. I'm not giving away any spoilers oh, with that one. Shit. Um, God, yeah, that was... no. They're they're full, they're hella in it this it's time. It's so funny how I'm like. I'm like, yeah, crossover. Who gives a shit? And I'm like, oh yeah, I was really into that, and I really want to read that. Oh wow! I see. I was really excited to see it was I, back. I, I just, really like crossover. I was like, oh, crossover. Okay. I think I, the art is great. Who is the artist? Shaw, Jeff Shaw. Yes. I like that art. Um, and obviously is Donny Cates. I think Donny Cates is a real good writer. I think he's a real. I think he's good just ri- fine. <laughs> <laughs> he's all right by me, yeah. just like Jesus. Uh, we got Donny Cates is just all right, right with me. All right, all right. Um, so Dark Ho- Dark Hawk. <laughs> it's it's uh, weird that we can't hear ourselves. We probably dare, sound so horrifying. Dare Cock, number two. <laughs> what? Uh, dark Cock. Oh, Dark Dark Hawk. Dark Hawk. Dark Hawk one was good. Number I did two. not read Dark Hawk two, but I like the new Dark Hawk just fine. Nice. <laughs> Sorry. So, many, so many overwhelming recommendations this week. I like it just um, fine. Yeah, I did enjoy the first one, though. Yeah, You're it right. Good. It was really good. Um, we've got, so <laughs> here's a fun uh, diamond going under and uh, the end of times. Uh, we got Darkhold Alpha number one. We have a few covers for it. We've got. <laughs> The design cover, which is a variant cover, and we've got the Stormbreakers cover. Diamond did not ship the main covers to anyone. (laughs) We all got emails that said, oh, by the way, they'll come next week. 
Okay. I should have just not put it on the website, but whatever. So Marvel is still Diamond? As So as of next week, we're getting charged. Uh, they, they made sure to tell us that this is going to be under the old pricing arrangement. But we're going to be being charged, I don't know, 10% more, 15% more, something like that. And that's the cut that Diamond is going to take. In order to basically Diamond's going to buy Marvel Comics as though they are a store and we will buy them from a store if we want to. But obviously nobody in their right mind wants to do that because we get free shipping and But you, you can know, get Marvel from a different distributor. Yeah, I get them from Penguin Random House. Oh, and with that's free shipping. DC. Uh DC is lunar. Oh, okay. So yeah. The landscape, it's different. It is, it's hella different. Uh, IDW boss. just uh, just bailed on on Diamond as Are well. Are they Penguin as well? I believe they're going to Penguin Random House, oh. yeah. Um, so Maybe far, we'll I mean, get back we haven't to even like gotten... back the 80s when there was like 12 distributors. I know. Next week, there's like nothing for, for Marvel that I can think of coming from Penguin. It's not a very big week. But uh, I'm terrified to see what our first order looks like. <laughs> oh, is this the first thing from this'll, Penguin that you've ever gotten? This will be our first Penguin oh. order. Well, see, no, because we've been getting books from them consistently. Okay. Because I used to work at, when I worked at Longfellow, we had they're uh, absolutely Penguin. They're absolutely amazing. Were, yeah, they were fine. Like, there was, yeah, they were just they're, fine. They're absolutely great at what they do. <laughs> Everything is just fine today. Um, <laughs> just fine edition. But no, I've been really enjoying it. It's it's actually crazy to me because they ship stuff in a way that I can't believe it shows up. Okay. We'll get boxes full of manga and it'll just be like someone just lifted up a stack, took a box that was about twice as big as that stack and then closed it. And that's it. They're just in there and they're rattling around and somehow they seem to show up. Okay. So I, I don't know, but if they try that shit with comic books, yeah. it's going to be deadly. So, yeah. I mean, obviously they've had to, I mean, I guess there's no yeah. obviously in this that's world anymore. That's a weird thing. So we get we stuff from W.B. Mason at my current job, yeah, and that's yeah. how they ship. It'll be like you'll order like a bunch of office supplies and you'll get like a box. Yeah. And then you open the box and inside the box is like a single package of Post-it flags. Oh, Dude, <laughs> it's just like, what? dude, you, you could have literally like yeah. taped this to the outside of another box or something. Like, I don't know. Like, it's just like a whole oh, box. This, this, that is diamond all over. Yeah. Because okay. the thing with the thing that's the problem is that diamond doesn't give a shit about the customers at all. This has been their problem since day one is that they don't care about us at all. And they won't think about what it does to us when they ship stuff. Well, but is we'll it get... Diamond owned by a Jeppy? comic shop? What's that? Ski- Steve Jeppy is yes. in that, and isn't he like a like a preeminent comic book retailer? Yes. So is he just like giving himself the good stuff, and then like I don't know the answer else? to that question. I mean, okay, take this week for example. I mean, I got a copy of like I'm trying to think, probably three different series from Marvel this week that I had ordered like a crazy person. So that I would get a variant so that I could keep my cost down, keep the numbers that I had up so that I could keep a lot on the shelf, blah, blah, blah. It's sort of a thing that you do so that you pay a lower percentage for each comic. Um, 
and it's it's kind of a great it's kind of a great deal for us as retailers because it encourages us to buy more and it gives them to us at a higher discount so we can do you know it gives us more room to move around with them yeah um and every single variant that i got this week was damaged like i had and it was like here's a stack of comics there's like 50 comics in a stack and then in the middle of it is my $40 variant and it's got a fucking slice through it with that's, a like that, with an exacto knife that strikes me as like if you were like say you ordered some food and you got the food in two boxes and one of the boxes had the plates and one of the boxes had the food and then like the plates were just fine but yes. the food was poisoned <laughs> sure uh, that's my analogy for that. That analogy works because I feel like <laughs> if they could poison us, Diamond would. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just it's been bad news for a while, and I'm. The I'm really I, I'm hard pressed to feel bad for them. I mean, I got a I ordered a thing of Marvel Legends toys from them. They came in last week, and I opened them up, and all of the cards were creased. And I was like, "How's that possible? They're all sealed." in a shipper box. And then I realized, Oh, someone had cut through the shipper box. Oh, they're also dusty and the fronts are all scraped up. Oh, and they've got price tags on them. Oh, this is a return from some other store. <laughs> Holy shit. Damn. <laughs> These guys are terrible. That's not fine. So that was, that was not fine. That is not fine. Well, <laughs> anyway, enough complaining about diamonds. Yes. Um, yes, let's get on to complaining about 15, Deathstroke 15. Incorporated. <laughs> Ooh, uh, did you like 50 Death, Deathstroke? I absolutely love Deathstroke. Yeah, it was, Deathstroke it was fun. And I thought it was really fun. I'm psyched to see Howard Porter back on a book. Like, yeah. I don't know why. Like, I, I love how like weird and distorted his style has gotten. Like, I, I was, I absolutely loved the art. I yeah. loved the concept. I'm having fun with the idea of, I like Deathstroke as a hero. I can't help it. Yeah. I've never liked him as a villain. He's always like, he's always kind of been not right for me as a villain. Well, it feels when like he, he has was too a much villain, potential. He did like weird rapey stuff. Like, and it was, well, super there's gross. that too. I mean, there's, there's all that stuff, which, you know, obviously they're blacking out of his continuity. Yeah. But well, I mean, rightfully so there's a lot of, but also they're keeping in at least enough to make him, you know the the hero that is trying to make up for misdeeds kind I, of thing. I I do like him as like like an anti Batman, and so yeah. having him be like the like Deathstroke Inc. being like the anti Batman Inc. Yeah, like um, I thought it was cool. It was a fun fun first issue. Fun first issue. Department of Truth number thirteen is out. Detective Comics ten forty three is out. I liked it. Um, I'm I'm digging Fear State overall. Yeah. I've pretty much enjoyed everything across the board. Yeah. Um I like Dan Mora. I think he's a great Batman artist. Yeah. And I agreed. hope he sticks around. Uh Die number twenty. Sure. Echo Lands number two. Oh. Obviously <laughs> one of the most beautiful comics you're going to see. Yeah, it's that I mean, it's the J. H. Williams uh sideways comic. Very <laughs> cool. Sorry about my coughing there. That's okay. Uh something else I actually really enjoyed oddly and has a a weird bit of continuity uh i don't know what to call it it's uh, i guess a little change is uh extreme carnage omega okay um, i flipped through this and it didn't i was just like i don't <laughs> there's I, a bunch of there's a bunch of primary it. colored venoms floating around yeah, what's yeah. going on it was very chaotic um, 
it was definitely chaotic, but uh, they did a few cool things, and I'm interested to see where it goes. There was one of the one of the things that they have changed in the story is big. There's a big status quo change and upgrade for Carnage, um, because of something dumb that someone from the Avengers did in this issue, and there is. Uh, there's actually kind of uh, we lost a couple symbiotes here, which was kind of interesting as well. Hmm. Uh, and and one of my favorite new characters comes in and plays a big part. So I liked a lot of those things. Anyway, also, I really like the Scotty Young big rainbow variant uh, <laughs> extreme <laughs> carnage. It's very nice. I didn't see it. but uh, We got Firefly River Run number one. Cool. That fucking fly is back. Ugh. Kind of kill that fly. Oh, he knows that I'm after him. Uh, G.I. Joe, real American hero, yearbook at number three. The real hero would be somebody who killed this fly. <laughs> so it turns out it wasn't was like, me. Ah, I'm deaf now. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Uh, <laughs> we can't if I had sense. headphones, I would know what was going on. I don't even know if I'm facing the microphone correctly because I can't flip and hear it. Hmm. Sorry. I'm confident in my microphone positioning. Good. Uh, <laughs> Golem, wa- Golem Walks Among Us, number two. Cool. From the Mignolaverse. Mignola Outerverse. Uh, Good Asian, number five, is out. Yeah. I, I love that cover. Oh, my God. Yeah. The, 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 the variant with the variant. skull face. Yeah. The skull hula. That's yeah. definitely cool. That's the first non... Uh, who is it? Uh, Dave Johnson did the main covers. That's the first yes. one that I didn't buy his cover. Um delightful and if you are not caught up good asian trade paperback volume one drop this week yeah. and you can get caught up using that so is good is good asian ongoing it's not apparently like, that's cool i mean this I is the it. this is that thing that i think dark horse does where they're like it's a mini series unless it's not unless it sells <laughs> <laughs> but i mean that's not a crazy thing to do. I mean, no. just because. I mean, that's how everybody used to do it. Yeah. Everything was like, member showcase? Yeah, <laughs> It was absolutely. like an entire series, like literally based on that exact concept. Yeah, I mean, that was, uh, what, uh, Transformers, the original yep. uh, the original Marvel Transformers. Yeah. There's, a, there's an issue somewhere down the line that's like number 86 in a four-issue miniseries yeah, or something totally. like that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I remember that. I actually to... remember seeing that one on the stand and laughing when it's I saw it. It's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, and that was the. Uh, it's. I think it's like the last issue of it. Like, or so, it's yeah. like something like they did that as like the last or one of the final like issues of it or something. I don't know. Yeah, Douglas Adams did the same thing with the oh, uh, nice. with the Hitchhikers trilogy, uh-huh. where it was like book five in the Hitchhikers Guide to the Galaxy trilogy. <laughs> um, so we've got a Gru meeting a Tarzan, yep. number three of four, and we have another surprise for me this week, which is Gun Honey. Okay. I loved this book. Interesting. Uh, one of my one of my speculator customers was like, "Hey, order an absolute shit ton of the uh, of the variant for this. I'll buy ten copies." I was like, "Okay, sure." And so I did buy a bunch of the. Well, because it's an Adam Hughes. Oh. Adam Hughes collectors are crazy. Okay. They love they love anything Adam Hughes, and it is you know it's a great cover. And I was like, 
okay, not something that I would normally pick up. And I read this thing and I loved it. Hmm. The concept is something I'd never heard of before. Um, essentially, she's the main character is this woman who's, you know, it's it's a hard case file. So, you know, it's like lots of like super sexy ladies and like tough guys and, you know, that kind of tropey nonsense. But her deal is that she just basically distracts people and plants guns at locations so that people can commit crimes. So she sort of shows up and is like, I'm attractive. And then like slips a gun to somebody and then disappears. And it's, this leads her into some weird little intrigue things. And I'm like, honest to God, I'm like hooked on this book. I will read the next issue, which I was like, not, I could not believe that that was something that I would be into. So loved it. Interesting. Yeah. Weird. Uh, and it's, yeah. And also if you are a fan of the like ultra cheesecake stuff that it's all over this, um, haha trade paperback. Get it. Get it. Uh, what a great, what a great book. Um, if you like ice cream, man, you're going to love haha. It's, it's wonderful. It literally has one of the best single issues of comics I have ever read in my entire life, period. End of sentence. Yep. There were at least two issues of this that I felt very similar. Yeah. Uh, Are you talking about the old lady one? The old lady one. Yeah, it's, so good. Straight up, like, maybe the best comic I've ever read. Uh, Harley Quinn, number seven. Uh, tying into the, the old Batman Fear State. Tied into Fear um, State? There's... <laughs> A really weird thing in this where Riley Rosmo, I I don't know why that guy is like so obsessed with like drawing f- like gross bulging necks, but like he's like really into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And there's like a thing that he like Hugo Strange is and in also this. Hugo Strange's oh. like big weird chin where he looks like the tick. Oh yeah, and then he does it like like so it's like his beard becomes his chin, right. but he's wearing a Batman. He's costume, dressed up so like it, Batman, and he looks just like the tick. It's <laughs> such an effective weird visual that I t- I was just like super into it but um there's also a uh like a weird um (laughs) group of villains that like of like knockoff like villains that are in this and one of them is um is a knockoff of bane named blaine blaine (laughs) (laughs) i just thought that was really funny oh my god and also there's one that's like a ventriloquist but he has a muppet yeah (laughs) And I, I just thought Come on. that was like really, There's Frigid really Fellow, who's the yeah. Mr. Freeze. Fr- There's the Polyphonist, yeah. who's the who's got the Muppet. He's the Muppet guy, yeah. Uh, yep. Oh, and my then, God. And Instead then Har- of the... I think it's Harley Quinn is, is masquerading as a Catwoman type. Yep. And he's like, I'll just call you Sword Lady. I'll just call you Sword Lady. <laughs> yep. And the exclamation instead of... <laughs> instead of the Riddler, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, I thought that was pretty funny. Good stuff. Pretty uh, yeah, funny. I, I thought this, this issue was really solid. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Icon and Rocket, season one, number three. I think this is a solid book. I think so too. Uh, and one of my favorite books of the week, Inferno, X Men tie-in. Mm. This is this was a really big, like for me, this was a a really big deal. Like pulling all of the stuff together from House of X. Yeah, I'm on board for Inferno for sure. Yeah, this I haven't was, read it yet though. This was really, really cool. And if you wanted to see all that shit come together finally after all this time, yeah, there it is. Well, that's the thing for me is like I was really into uh, Powers of X and yeah. uh, 
the whole beginning of it and then yeah. I lost interest like almost immediately and then when the new X-Men book came out I was like okay I'm back in yeah and then they started to do this uh, Magneto shit and I was like nope I don't think I'm gonna make it other than this X-Men book but then Inferno and I was like yeah. okay like Inferno if it ties it all together I'm I'm down and so uh, like I think I am down even though I haven't read it I can tell there's just like it's tying back to the shit that I actually got really into which is yeah. that Moira concept from the beginning agree and yeah and it ties in with it's it's clever it's really clever nice uh okay so justice league trade paperback volume eight death metal it's all the issues of justice league that tie into the death metal story <laughs> you know this weird that uh D like it was such a weird run it, it so isn't strange. bad actually like it was uh, honestly like a lot of the tie-ins for death metal were better i yeah. thought than actual death metal and this justice league is one of those things that like as a story if you didn't read them you know it's it's worth checking out but yeah i agree um, i thought it was know, fun Lots of like really weird like Highlander <laughs> weird shit going on. I don't yeah, know, strange. totally. Uh, Legends of the Dark Knight number five. I loved this. Really loved it. Done in one. Just a simple. The first three pages alone are worth it. Uh, this is great. It's a team up with Batman and the Martian Manhunter, huh. and uh, it is. Um, written by Brandon Thomas, who's been doing some books for DC of late. And then the art is by uh, Giannis Milano Giannis, who is awesome. I actually really prefer his work in black and white, but it does work with color in this instance. But there's this really great um, sequence at the beginning where Batman saves these kids from a burning dirigible that's like perfect, just like pitch perfect, like exactly like the Batman I want to read. I really like this issue. It was great. Uh, Lock and Key, Sandman Universe, Hell and Gone number two is out. I'm not caught up with Lock and Key, so I'm really not reading this. I liked that show. I have not watched it. It's I good. probably do that. I would recommend it. Uh, Miles Morales, Spider-Man number 30. I Excellent. hate his new costume. He does. Really hate his new costume. They have that costume from the movie that's so cool. Yeah. From the Spider-Verse movie. Or uh, the, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and and it's like, why would you make a new costume that's not as cool? Like mm, sell action figures. Lame. Sell, I mean, it's it's not action figures anymore. I'm sorry, to sell uh, new skins for the for oh, the Miles Morales video game. Sure. Well, they should get rid of this stupid <laughs> costume that he has now because it's 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 like it, from one angle it looks cool, and every other angle looks dumb. What about Mister Miracle, Source of Freedom, number five? You know, this is like a book that I dropped that I kind of wish I didn't drop, but hmm. I still dropped it. It's interesting. I've actually heard people who really like this book. Yeah, and it's good. I, it did not grab me for the first issue. I was not on. It's just not it, on board. They needed to brand it as Future State. Yeah, I think you know, that's true. I like it would have made like a big difference, but like just that whole thing of like what is going on? Is it like does it matter? Like needing to know, like honestly, like if they had branded it Future State, I would have known it mattered. Yeah. And that would have made it. But it just it's like with all the books that come out that I want to read, if it doesn't matter, like I just don't like I made the call and I do regret it because it does look pretty good. But I made the decision and I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking with it. Sorry, I disappeared for a second. Um, Okay, so Parasomnia number four. You, four. you liked this, this first issue, didn't you? I loved the first issue, yes. and I did not stick with it. I missed it because some nonsense happened, and uh, 
Stupid and nonsense. I just have not caught up with it. I'm going to read it when it comes out in trade. But I thought it was great. Uh, it was very confusing. There were a lot of freaking ideas going on. And it felt like it was like not quite holding together. But I really do want to read it because I, I have faith in him. So yeah. uh, here's what's great. The Peanuts Halloween Charlie Brown reaction figures. That's what's great. Ooh. We have the masked, uh, the Charlie Brown with the witch mask on backwards oh, figure. Nice. The Lucy and Linus in the ghost costume. We've got uh, the Snoopy in the whatever that weird Snoopy mask is. And where, where are we've they? Got, I want to see them. Uh, witch Violet. They're behind the counter here. Oh, you're hiding them from me. Mm-hmm. And I'm taking pills at the same time. Oh. Um, let me see. Look at how awesome these are. <laughs> these are absolutely amazing. Uh, I'm definitely taking that Snoopy home. That I would be all over that peanut. That's so Charlie good. Brown. Oh, that bug. I'm going to kill it if I can. Good Sorry luck. If I make a loud noise. Good luck, everyone. I won't clap unless it's clearly <laughs> I can see it. I won't clap unless you deserve it. <laughs> I won't um, clap unless I kill it. Okay. <laughs> and then I will clap too. Oh, it keeps just like hitting my periphery and then just like really it really is a son of a bitch of a bug i'm really annoyed by this thing yeah it's been in here for like a week (laughs) i don't i think it might be new because i just open up the door and leave it open all day which is bad news it turns out i really need a a screen door if i get a screen door then i could put a a sign that says something about my masks (laughs) hey wear masks or don't come in yeah yeah um do it don't Let's be dumb. See. Don't be dumb. Wear a mask. Robin, number six. It's fun. I still think Robin is fun. Ruby, Justice League, number six of seven. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> Me either. Uh, something is killing those children. Number 20. All right. They're continuing to be killed by something. There must not be very many children left at this point. I don't know. Maybe they're just making them real quick. Oh, man. Um, Spawn, 322. My mind went to a dark place. Can I go? <laughs> <laughs> went to a real dark place. Uh, how delightful! Uh, <laughs> uh, Star Wars number seventeen. Hmm. Uh, there is a an action figure variant with that horrible. Uh, what is that thing? That is the Amana Man. Is his name? What's it from? Uh, I believe he was in the Cantina. Okay. He's I can't remember. He had I've some, seen all the No, 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 War. sorry, I've not never the Cantina. Seen that one. Apologies. He was in Jabba's Palace, I believe. And he has a like he was like in the corner and he looks like a piece of furniture when you see him, but he's like a crazy leech monster and he has a staff with human skulls on it. What? It's really cool. Huh. And they made him as an action figure for the Star Wars line for the original line of Star Wars and he's one of the most valuable. He's like the one of the last 19 that they made. Oh. And so nobody bought the last 19 or, you know, comparatively to yeah, yeah. to the original run. It had lost its its shine by that point and uh yeah, and he was one of those and now he commands a ridiculous amount of money. Interesting. I have never seen or I should say, I guess, never focused upon. Because yeah, I I've think seen. it's it's literally because he looks like a chair. Yeah. You know, I think if you look at him, you're like, oh, part of the wall or a chair, especially at Jabba's where it's all dark and whatnot. Um, Star Wars Adventures, Ghost Vader's Castle. No, that's just a. It's the Ghosts of Vader's Castle. This has um, uh, I just spat. Good thing there's a 
Good thing. Good thing there's a web there. Uh, it says Frank Avila doing uh, Jackson. Jax. Or Jax. Jackson. Yes, it's called Jackson. Jackson. Miss Jackson if you're nasty. I mean, we've got Star Wars Adventures number 10. Star Wars Insider 205. Stranger Things. Tomb of Y-B-W-E-N. Yebwen. All right. Don't know what that is. Uh, but that's okay. Vintage Star Wars Amanama $750 on eBay. Get it now. To think of the number of those I've sold for under $100, it's tragic. Here's one out of the box for $250. Let's see. We got Superman 78. I love it. I loved uh, Superman 78 number one, and this one has Gene Hackman on the cover. So So it's going to be even better. Take my money. Uh, speaking of take my money, Superman, son of Kal-El, good God. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for making a Superman comic I want to read. Tom Taylor, man. Thank you. Holy crap. I love this book so much. Uh, and this issue, it almost maybe is getting better with each issue. It's hard to say, but like great cliffhanger at the end of this thing great ideas being bandied about new new quote-unquote villains and new actual villains that are actually very interesting and the whole conspiracy is is fascinating and it really plays into a thing that works with a superman character we've got new metahumans that don't know that they're metahumans and they're just being introduced as weapons into the world which basically leaves superman in you know it it works against an all powerful character like Superman where he has to protect the person who is the, the living bomb essentially and the people around them. It's, it's brilliant. It just couldn't have been better decisions all around. I like it. Uh, sword number eight is out. Yep. I think I like that series. Um, it's Al Ewing. So it's written by the guy that writes immortal Hulk. So I do like that series. Okay. Uh, we've got uh, the graphic novel of Beast Boy Loves Raven. I will uh, always be a fan of Gabriel Piccolo, the artist of this, yeah. uh, because I first came upon his art uh, via the Twitters. The Twitters. Many, many moons passed, and I love that he's now just like the YA Titans graphic novel yeah. person, because like when I discovered him with many, many other people, like he was that's what he was doing. He was like doing like Titans fan art. That's super He's cool. Great. Sort of like Ben Bishop. Yeah. Where he was just, <laughs> except Ben was more aggressive than just doing fan art. Ben was aggressively bombing the Turtles people with, like, <laughs> with his covers. Here, take it. It's free. Just do it. Like, give, me, give me art. Let me, let me do it. I can do it. I can do it. <laughs> nice. His Twitter was just nonstop for years, and then he got it. Now he's Turns in. Out. Turns out persistence sometimes works. Mm-hmm. I'm shocked that they didn't just tell him to leave them alone. <laughs> Singularity of purpose. That is that is Ben in a nutshell. Uh, Marvel's number five is out. I I I'm sure this book is not selling all that well, nope. and it bums me out because it yeah. is. It, other than Immortal Hulk, is my favorite Marvel comic. That's it's crazy. so good. It's I will so tell you good. what one of my favorite Marvel comics is, Thor. Well, I like Thor. Oh, it's Thor's so good. good. I think Marvel's this, is better. This issue was really great. Oh, I didn't read it, but uh, so I read issue the last seventeen one. of Thor is out. It is wonderful, and uh, 
the only thing that really matters about this issue, honestly, is that next <laughs> issue. Yeah. What it leads into yeah. is mother fucking frog Thor. <laughs> I like Holy everything shit. about mother fucking frog Thor, except for the fact that they've decided that his name is Throg, which I think is just a dumb name. His name is Puddle Gulp. Exactly. Firstly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yes, his name is Throg. Well, Throg is not Puddle Gulp. Well, they've they've changed it so that he is now Throg because the, the mantle passes on just like Thor. So Thor was a Throg. Yeah. The, the, the well, frog Thor became a frog, but Puddle yes. Gulp then was But he was like, not Thor when he was he was Throg. But Puddle, Puddle Gulp was another frog. Yes. That then and then after so Jane that, Foster was Thor. So yeah. in the same way, if you are a frog that becomes Thor, then you're you are Thor. Throg. I mean, you're not Throg, you're Thor. No. If you become Thor, you're Thor. If Jane Foster becomes <laughs> Thor, she's Thor. If Frog becomes Thor, the frog is Thor. The frog is not Throg. The, there can't be two Thors at once, but there can be two. There can, because there's Batery Bill and Thor at the same time. There but was he's Thunderstrike not Thunderstrike and Thor at the same time. He's not Thor. But they were both the power of Thor. Sorry. It's a, I mean, although they do call the hammer Mjolnir, it is a chip of Mjolnir. It is technically that somehow, through the grace of the All-Father, he allowed the hammer to chip during the battle that Into happened. A perfectly hammer-sized To a tiny little sliver. And when Puddle Gulp touched this sliver, he was deemed worthy, and it turned itself into a hammer. It so, magically... is Puddle... so Throg is Puddle Gulp? Yes. So he was Puddle Gulp was the uh, remember that one where it was like only a few months ago where the frog Throg went inside Don Blake's mouth and broke his teeth out from the inside. Yeah, that's pretty great. I mean, what is uh, <laughs> I mean, what's the name of Simon Williamson? Was the other Simon Williams the Wonder Man? <sighs> oh no, you're talking about Sigurd Jarlson. No, I'm not. Oh. They the, one of the characters, one of the frog characters, was named after Walt Simonson, and it was oh. like Simon Waltson or something like that. Huh. And I can't remember well, what it cool. was, but it was like another one of the people who was turned into a frog. I think that maybe Throg hmm. was originally a human who was turned into a frog, and there's something about that too. Oh. I can't remember. This is too convoluted for yeah, me. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but. It doesn't matter. I didn't, I didn't follow my Thor frog continuity beyond that first appearance terribly, <laughs> terribly much. Well, it's the only comic I like in the world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, TMNT 121. There it is. Uh, we got reprints of The Last Ronin 1 and 2, as well as uh, Part 3 or whatever came out last week. Uh, Transformers Halloween special. Spooky. Mm-hmm. They're more than meets the eye and spooky. <laughs> more than uh, and also we have a very, the eye. a very exciting comic this week for you know for cult movie fans. Uh, <laughs> there's a continuation of the Turbo Kid mythos in uh, Apple's Lost Adventure number one. Cool, pretty goddamn cool. Um, it's weird that they're doing that. They're also making a Turbo Kid 16-bit uh, video game, Ooh. which looks awesome it's like a combination of like mega man and excite bike and like six other things it looks cool as hell i'm (laughs) really looking forward to it nice also on a completely unrelated note except for the video game tie-in they're making a fucking puppet master movie a movie 
video game that is like uh, it looks like it's next gen video consoles because they are like hyper realistic little puppet master characters that you're controlling running around I assume trying to stab people I don't know but it looks crazy huh I'm I'm interested to see where it goes so that's weird yeah that is weird Uh, undiscovered country number 16 Mm. Usagi Yojimbo Dragon Bellow Conspiracy number 4 nice Vengeance of Vampirella number 22 y'all and Winter Guard, number two of four. That's cool. Yeah. Meh. Until Shang-Chi knocked it off its throne, Black Widow was the most popular movie of the quarantine. Yeah, man. I am, the post-quarantine. I got to tell you, man, I am so sick of that narrative. I can't even, I can't even tell you. Every I'm time... I know it's I know it's just baiting, but it's also coming from places like the Wall Street Journal and... That's like, where I read it. Well, all of these places that they're like, wow, Suicide Squad really underperformed. Of course it did. You (laughs) fucking morons. Half the theaters in the country are closed. Nobody wants to go to them. What are you talking about? Wait. Oh, I didn't. And also it's free on HBO. I thought Suicide Squad was universally like law like love. it was but it financially underperformed according to oh because they put it out on tv so you didn't free. have to go to the theater <laughs> yeah and duh yeah I, I saw it on tv i didn't watch it on the theater and it I was sh- a delight i should have seen it in the theater and absolutely i'm gonna buy a copy like i'm gonna buy a physical nice. copy of that movie it's yeah because the hbo max won't keep it on there forever they yeah, get it's rid gone of the already after a certain point sons of bitches uh, Wolverine number 16 I didn't read it I can't I believe there's already been 16 issues of this comic I can't either I missed out. out on some of them um, this <laughs> this series has been so tropey that I, I kind of love it uh, it's been like it's totally the the comic where you've seen this story before <laughs> you know like one of the big things was the superhero auction with the the super villains selling super superhuman trinkets, oh, yeah, you know that kind of shit. That was like a big. I a think big that was line. in a, or like Wolverine, like the actual Wolverine comic. Before, really, right? I think so. I I mostly remember it from the Tick, but you know that's fine. Uh, no, that was definitely in a Marvel <laughs> book was, at some point. There was an episode of the Tick cartoon where the Tick was turned into a two-headed parrot that could only speak uh, second semester French. <laughs> so, and he was auctioned off to the highest bidder at a superhero villain auction. Nice. It was good stuff. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Speaking of which, another recommendation: The Tick, the cartoon, is now available in its entirety on Hulu for free. Ooh! So watch that. It's great. Cool. Uh, Wonder Woman, black and white and red all over, and gold also. Black and gold. Actually, this issue was totally worth getting. Cool. I really liked it. It has Andrew McLean, so the head lopper artist. Yeah. Uh, but it also has uh, my one of my current favorite artists, uh, Leonardo Romero. Uh, I thought you were going to say Leonardo DiCaprio. Not Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo Romero, Romero who did uh, most recently that... Killjoy's series that was so phenomenally oh, awesome yeah. looking. 
um and actually not like really not a bad comic in itself but god it was gorgeous like i just love this guy's art and then it also has other good art in it as well like colleen doran and uh paul asses avis oh man as a sita nice good stuff it's really good it's actually one of they there's been a, this wonder woman uh series this like uh, i love you know the idea of these art books, but often they're just kind of just like, eh, is it really worth like $6 or whatever it is? But this one totally worth it. Nice. Andrew McLean drawing wonder woman is worth it. Even if it's only eight pages. True. Uh, and also we have wonderful women of the world, an anthology of celebrating women who are wonderful and also of the world. And wonder woman's on the cover and wonder woman's on the cover. And uh, we also have the book Yokai Girls, number 14. Not to be confused with Yokai Watch. Mm -mm. Do not confuse it with that. It's a thing I know exists. Me too. But know nothing else about. I watched several episodes of it, and it made no sense. <laughs> and uh, cool. it's a combination of because I'm old and because I don't watch as much anime as I used to. Yeah. Uh, anyway, anything since Bubblegum Crisis is... <laughs> confusing to me i mean i'd i'd mentioned the only uh manga or uh anime that i've watched all the way through but it was like 20 years ago and no one would even know what it was it was called marmalade boy wow i do not even recognize that yeah <laughs> i was uh back when um when uh phantom kitty was was still a store I yes. went in there one time and I was just hanging out and they were watching it and I ended up watching like a full like season of this thing called marmalade boy i got really into it like that day and now if you asked me what it was about i couldn't tell you that's amazing it was literally like 20 I, years ago i felt the same way about a viz translation uh called pineapple army ah. and like it, i read all of the comics i had collected every issue of this from viz hmm. and then you know it disappeared with the rest of my collection but uh man it was it was something i was really into at the time and I think even at the time, I couldn't have told you what it was about. Mm. It, like, I really, I was really into anime at a time that I loved it because I couldn't figure out what it was about or what they were doing. And as I started to understand what the tropes meant, and it all started to be less foreign and less weird, I was like, "Oh, this isn't anywhere near as fun. It's very repetitive and nonsensical. Yeah. I, I don't care anymore." But when it was just absolute when it seemed like abject madness that was when i was like oh my god i have to see more of this because yeah. it was just so strange as a weird aside have you seen squid game no not yet man that is like the most violent live action uh like anime that like i, I there wait. it has like the overdubbing is like so like the same actors who do yeah yeah that you know the cartoons it's crazy but man is it fucking violent depressing i can't believe that you watched it before i did that's <laughs> so weird well it's funny i actually still haven't seen the first episodes um ali was watching it because she was like i'm oh, gonna okay. watch this well um well bob is away because it's something that i don't think he'll care about and then i came home in the middle of an episode i was like what is this cool shit that mm. you're watching and she's like oh it's really violent you probably won't like it and i was like i love it and, I, and then i watched it and then she fell asleep on the couch but she was like i'm gonna finish it this week while you're playing drums and i was like but then i can't see it and so i stayed up until one last night and watched the rest of the season so that i would not <laughs> lose out on seeing how it ended 
That's crazy. Man, wow. it's, yeah. it's it's really good. Oh, I'm I'm but all over man, it. Man, is it dark. Holy shit. If nice. you don't like watching people die. Uh <laughs> it's not for you. <laughs> Perfect. I mean, if if you don't like watching people die, yeah, if you don't like watching people die, it's not for you. If you like watching people die, it is, it is your cup of coffee. It is definitely for you. Um one thing I will say before we sign off is that people should come to our signing yeah. uh, that is this Friday. I just uh, I hung out with Mort and I told him we were doing the podcast and he's like, "Did you plug my book?" and I was like, "Yeah, like three times, dude." <laughs> <laughs> like totally. Uh, I'm yeah. excited. Uh, I'm very excited for it. It's a great book. It is absolutely wonderful. I'm yeah. I I can't believe that this. Can it's I tell so you a funny, funny story? Mort told me about the book. What's that? Uh, so this this the origin of of this. So this is a hardcover collection that Mort has done of a magazine that he commissioned while he was editor at Cracked. Yes. And the story of it is that he pitched it to the people who did the magazine. But as he described it, the people who were publishing Cracked at the time were not magazine publishing people. They were like advertising people. And they were just like, well, what? This is, sounds dumb. And he's like, so he commissioned the full first issue on the sly and didn't tell them. And then he sent it to the printer on the sly and didn't tell them. And then the issue came out and they f- blew their like lids. They were so angry that he had done it without their permission. And they were like, "It's forget about it. It's done whatever and then two months later like they got the returns and they were like uh hey how about a number two on this <laughs> on this monster magazine that you did and then he did he said he did four issues and then he and then he left the he left cracked and they did another issue after he left but he had commissioned that um but he's gotten all the permissions from the artists yeah like severin oh, and, of course he um has. yeah we're like you uh, know. obviously permission of their their families ditko's heirs all those people yeah. so um so is this has like bona fides it's yeah yeah it's real cool real cool stuff totally worth uh coming in and mort is just awesome like if you never like met or talked to Mort, like he is uh he's a doing font. a comic strip for the manor right now yeah with uh chris busby nice yeah so that's it all right thank you guys for listening Friday six to eight yes six to eight store get the book signed and the the hardcover is 40 bucks there's only going to be 50 of them produced for this 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 version yeah for this this coast city signing edition with like it has an extra page that he's going to tip in that where he's going to do a head sketch on and there's going to it's going to be signed so it'll be forty dollars for a head sketch and a signature, and it's in a, a hardcover volume of stuff that literally, individually, I've sold for twenty dollars an issue. Yeah, because it's, it's so cool, really good, and people are always looking for it. I have people asking about this stuff all the time, and it's called Monsters Attack. It's called Monsters Attack. Yeah, yeah. These these issues, the monster issues of Cracked, were always in super high demand. Yeah, I actually sold they're so one good. on our website recently. Not that long ago. It's amazing to me that the stuff, not to like, I know we need to wrap it up or whatever, but like the stuff that Mort did at Marvel, like when you find those issues, I mean, it's just monster reprints or whatever, but it's like, those are totally cool. (laughs) Like this guy just like knows like it's a specific thing about like how cool this specific thing is. And then just like pedigrees it. And then like so frustrating seeing how much stuff he did that was super cool and how 
he's I wouldn't say that he's been lost to the ages, but it's like I don't feel like people know him right off the no. bat the way that they should, yeah. considering he literally came into Marvel and all these places as like a fucking punk rock douchebag, you know, hanging out with Stiv Bader and all these <laughs> guys from like from the Dead Boys and from the Plasmatics. Yeah. Like, uh, it's so weird that he managed to do all of that stuff and he got away with it. Like he kept yeah. doing punk rock moves. He kept doing like, he was fucking with uh skating to work. Oh my God. <laughs> skating to work. And like he Fuck would screw with skate to work. And also he skated to work, uh, on a mad magazine yeah, like board while custom. he was working at cracked magazine. Oh man. And yeah, also yeah. he had, uh, he had gains sign it. He went to a signing oh, right. while he was, editor-in-chief at cracked and he was like oh yeah could you sign it to the cracked editor-in-chief <laughs> uh, oh man it's so cool which is great i mean so cool it's it's great i'm very excited about all of this stuff and uh, you should come meet him i i highly recommend getting a chance to come see this dude he's a local legend uh and yeah, yeah. and a native like portland slash yarmouth or yeah like, he's a Portlander. He's a Portlander. He's yeah. definitely like, he's, definitely like, he'll tell you about stuff that happened in this town. You'll be like, <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> so true. All right, everyone. I mean, I don't know. He might not tell you that. I'm he not might promises. not tell you. It's hard to tell. Uh, yeah. Thank you all for listening, and we will see you next week. Good night. Bye. Bye.